Hey guys, it's Keon, and today I'm going to be talking about my favorite fights that will be coming up before the end of the year. And the one that I want to start with is going to be the main event of the next fight night, and that's going to be between Kevin Holland and Steven Thompson. A huge fight for both guys because they're in very different stages of their career, but also kind of similar. We have Steven Thompson, who has been one of the best welterweights for a long time, but he's getting older now. And in his past few performances, he hasn't been looking like the same Steven Thompson that we all know. Still a very skillful fighter, but age remains undefeated. And for Steven, it's clear that he is no longer in the prime of his career. But listen, I've said this before, and then he had impressive performances over Jeff Neal and Vicente Luque. So hey, maybe he could do the same thing against Kevin Holland because although Kevin is not an old fighter, he is coming off a defeat to Hamza Chimaev. Of course, it was on short notice, but a very one-sided defeat. And because of it, he retired after it. He said, I'm done with this sport. Like, imagine losing a fight so badly that you retire. Like, that's when you know, you know what? Like, maybe this sport isn't for me, but... Kevin decided to come back, and I'm happy he did because I still think he has a lot left in the tank, and this is going to be a favorable matchup for him against Steven Thompson, but who knows, maybe Steven still has some left in the gas to do something big and put on another impressive performance. It would be very nice to see that as well, but at the same time, Kevin Holland could be motivated after that defeat to Hamzat and try to make a run. For himself at welterweight on the same fight night we have a heavyweight bout between tai tiovasa and sergey pavlovich and this too is a very exciting fight to me because we have tai tiovasa who was coming off of a defeat to cyril gone and for most of that fight he was just getting picked apart but then he had his moments and almost finished cyril at some points but in the end it really showed that there are levels to this and although Tai is a very good fighter. There are fighters like Cyril Gan who are better than him. And now he's going to be going up against another very skilled fighter, an up-and-coming fighter in Sergei Pavlovich, who has been on a very impressive run in 2022 so far. And if he wins this fight against Tai Tuivasa, that will be 3-0 for this year, which would be huge as a heavyweight fighter. And this guy is just an absolute beast he is huge and not huge in the sense of like overweight he is absolutely jacked athletic strong and it really seems like if he beats ty in this fight he is going to get himself into title contention and that's what a lot of people are expecting from sergey pavlovich but at the same time ty tuivasa man he is such a dark horse in this division in the sense of is he just an entertaining fighter or can he actually be one of those fighters who contends for the title fights for the title and possibly becomes the champion one day his career is very similar to that of Derek lewis's and people are wondering is he going to be the Derek lewis of this era or can he do more and this fight against sergey pavlovich is really going to tell us that then at ufc 282 we have the new main event between jan bohovic and magomed ankalaya for the vacant ufc light heavyweight championship and i'm excited for this fight a lot of people are not happy that this is the new main event and i understand you're doing quite the downgrade from what would have been the rematch between glover Teixeira and Yuri Prohaska, but unfortunately, that fight is off, and now we have this new one, and 
I'm still very excited for it because, yes, I'm very high on Magomed Ankalaev, and I think he has a good chance at winning this fight. But man, I can't be counting out Jan Bohovich, the former champion, the Polish power, and this guy could really do it again. He could really shock the world because he's done it once. He could do it again. Yes, he's older now, but he still is very skilled, still has the Polish power. And it would be a great story to see Jan recapture his light heavyweight championship. And if he does, it would be really nice to see him have a rematch against Glover Teixeira and see how that second fight goes. Will it be a one-sided fight like their first one in Glover's favor or will Jan be able to make adjustments and beat Glover this time around? But Magomed Ankalaev, a young fighter on a very impressive win streak and I truly believe that this guy is going to be the future of the light heavyweight division but whoever wins this fight it's going to be interesting what plays out afterwards. On the same card, we have Darren Till versus Dricus Duplessis. And a very interesting fight as well because we have Darren Till, who was once a very exciting prospect. But ever since going to middleweight, he found success early after that win against Kelvin Gastelum. But afterwards, yes, an impressive performance in a defeat against Robert Whitaker. But afterwards, just not looking very good. And many people believe the time for Darren is basically done but now he's training with Hamzat and many people are thinking hey maybe this time around he's going to get back on track and yes he's been sidelined by injuries here and there but now he's coming back and he's going up against a very tough test in Driquez Duplessis who has been looking very impressive as well but many people have been questioning Driquez after his last fight against Brad Tavares because he had some problems in that fight but in the end he did come out with the win, and people are still high on Drikus, which is why this fight against Darren Till is interesting. Will Drikus be able to make a name over the former title challenger in Darren, or will Darren be able to use his experience and newfound skill and knowledge that he's gained by training with the likes of Hamzat and other really good fighters to win this fight? And who knows what's going to happen? I would love to see Darren make a comeback, but at the same time, I would also like to see the continued momentum of Drikis Duplessis. Another fight I'm looking forward to on this UFC 282 card is one between Bryce Mitchell and Ilya Taporia. And man, two exciting prospects in the featherweight division going at it. And it's really going to say a lot on who is going to climb up to the rankings faster than the other. Because personally, even the loser, I feel like is going to get to the top one day. But Obviously, the winner is going to get there faster, and it's hard to say who's going to win this fight because Bryce Mitchell coming off that very impressive win over Edson Barboza and, man, really showed how good he is with his wrestling, with his jiu-jitsu by taking Barboza down, and a very impressive win considering how good Edson had been looking ever since he went down to 145. And then we have Ilya Taporia coming off of that win against Jai Herbert. Yes, he was facing some troubles in that fight, but came back with an emphatic knockout in front of Jai Herbert's home crowd. And it was just huge. And people were lobbying for a fight between him and Patty. And they were saying Ilya is going to beat Patty easily. And honestly, I could see that happening. But right now, I believe he has even a tougher fight with Bryce Mitchell because who knows what he's going to be able to do against Bryce Mitchell and who knows what. 
Rice is going to be able to do against Ilya Teporia, which is why I'm very excited about this fight. And then on the final fight night of the year, we have Jared Cannonier versus Sean Strickland, two guys who are coming off of defeats. One of them is coming off of a very brutal knockout to the now champion Alex Pereira. And yes, I'm talking about Sean Strickland. Not a good defeat whatsoever, but I think it's aged a little bit better now that Alex is the champion. And then, of course, we have Jared Cannonier coming off of that defeat to Israel Adesanya in the title fight. And what a stinker of a fight that was. But hey, those defeats are in the past. Now these two are coming together and we're going to see what's going to happen. A lot of people are saying, hey, Jared is going to knock this guy out. He's going to knock Sean Strickland out like how Alex Pereira did. And maybe that will be the case, but we can't count out Sean because he is a very skilled fighter. At times, not the most entertaining, I'll admit that, but he fights quite smart. So maybe he'll be able to outpoint Jared and get the win, or maybe Jared could outpoint him or even possibly get the knockout finish. There's a lot of possibilities to this fight, and I'm excited to see it because this is a fight that will say a lot about each guy's careers. Will the winner be able to bounce back and get to a title fight again? And will the loser just basically become a gatekeeper at 185? And then the final fight of this year that I'm also very excited about is one between Armin Sarukian and Demir Ismagulov. Armin Sarukian, a very exciting prospect in this lightweight division coming off of a defeat to Matosh Gamrot in a fight which was very close and Armand had a lot of moments in this fight but even before this defeat looking so good and he's a guy that many people believe will give Islam his toughest test because when they did fight Armin had a lot of moments and was giving Islam troubles which is impressive to say when you consider that was Armin's debut in the UFC and then we have Demir Ismagulov who has been looking very good ever since he entered the UFC. No finishes yet in the UFC, but he's been getting the wins. And although his last win was quite close, he is still on an impressive win streak. And maybe that will continue against Armin Sarukian. And if it does, it will be huge for him. And he will jump quite a bit in this lightweight division. And the momentum would just continue. But the same could be said about Armin Sarukian. If he wins, he'll bounce back from a defeat and people will be even more excited for him to climb the ladder because they want to see that rematch between him and Islam. And honestly, I could see it happening. But man, what a tough fight it is for both guys. Both of them are up-and-coming prospects, and you rarely see this type of fight happen in the UFC. So I got to give credit to both of them for taking this one. But what do you think? What are some of your favorite fights before the end of 2022? But that's a lot for now, so I'll see you in my next one.